Hey, it's Matt Russell, and On the Menu Live is on the street again, and today our journeys take us downtown Tucson to, of course, if you've been listening to me talk uh, uh, about uh, the food and beverage scene here in Southern Arizona, you know that I am no stranger at 1055 Brewing and Sausage House. We are downtown here, uh, tasting a little bit from their new menu, which I understand just dropped a couple of days ago, uh, and here to tell us a little bit about how all of this came together was Executive Chef Zach Gadotti. He's with us now. Hey, Zach, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great, Well, but what do you mean, how am I? I mean, I just tasted through a couple of examples of your new dishes that you think uh, are manifestations of great cuisine with great craft beer. I would say you're batting a thousand, brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. So you. when you when you take uh, the challenge of, of putting a new menu together, of course, you have to preserve what works with your guests. You know there are some things in the menu that you dare not touch, uh, but there are some other things that you think can float in and float out, but you brought some new dishes here uh, to the uh, brewery and sausage house. Well, give us an idea of, of how that all came together. Are there seasonal flavors? Are there inspirations that you drew from uh, to give these uh, new dishes an introduction to Southern Arizona? Uh, most definitely. Um, I pull a lot from my experience uh, in certain places. Um, I was in uh, Sonoma County for a while. I worked at a lot of really awesome restaurants and a couple of uh, great chefs I worked for. Uh, spent a lot of time in Thailand and other places and they wow. usually went like once a year and brought back different flavors and then they would travel to North Africa, things like that. Um, so I really got into different kinds of spices and what those could be done, how, how they could be used in different ways. Um, big into dried chilies, things like that. So we're, what I'm trying to gear for with this new menu is making it the, the simple things done right. That's really what I'm trying to push for, like quality ingredients, but at the same time, the correct technique to make sure you can use the worst of anything and still make <laughs> it taste really well. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? That's, and that's why I really try to emphasize on this. Um, a lot of the, the lot of the, we're, we're sticking with a lot of the same, you know, same favorites that we had on the uh, old one with a little bit of the uh, German-esque influence and beer house influence with the sliders. Um, trying to utilize more of a product across the board in order to make sure so you can, how many different things we can do with it. So for instance, I think, you know, we did like with the harissa fries, which is in North African chili. And, uh, you know, we use, you know, I, I added a couple other ingredients and make a paste, but cut, toss it with the French fries in it. It's a pretty different kind of flavor and not too many places are using it. Yeah, know? that's where we actually started the okay. tasting today is with those with those fries and and in uh, the the fragrance of yeah, those fries arrived about 30 seconds before the plate sure. dropped on the table. So yeah. what did you love about what this kind of spice profile? You said it was African uh, yeah, uh, with a tradition. African, yeah. What you know, how did that find its place uh, dusted onto fries here? Well, uh, I kind of pulled it from like I said, like some of the places I've worked and I really like the element of uh, I, I like spice. It's not overbearingly hot, right. but it's enough smoky heat that you kind of, like you said, you smelled it before you tasted it. You, they're so, it's such a vivid color, too. So it's like when people eat with their eyes first, you're seeing something, you're smelling something, and then you're tasting it. You're like, wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, very, very fragrant. Uh, and, um, I, you know, cutting the, you know, a lot of fresh garlic in there, too. So it's kind of like it's just a big flavor powerhouse. And again, these are the kinds of flavors and the kind of experiences that you want people coming in here having great craft yeah, brew. Definitely. This is the kind of cuisine that pairs well totally. with what you guys are doing and doing well down here. So we began, we, we gobbled up those Arisa fries in, I would say, record time. Uh, and then we went uh, down uh, to the uh, the cauliflower gratin yeah. uh, side of the menu. Now, there is, is there a place for a gratin at a brew house? Well, that's uh, one of the things. I think with our, you know, with our cheese sauce, we are doing a you know, classic Mornay, basically. And right. the thing about it is, is it's a it's a thick heavy sauce and we cheese it up with you know some basic element of white cheddar and gruyere cheese and it just got that right kind of like pungency but at the same time i think 
anything creamy is going to balance with like a nice beer. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, oh, this is two different kind of things going on right now. And then the sage in the gratin yes. is something that really, it's another, it's another very fragrant thing. So you have all these aromas. It's constantly smelling like brewer's yeast and other kinds of things <laughs> in here. And it's just, I think it's yeah. awesome when you have all these compounding smells and tastes and flavors. The gratin being a, you know, it's kind of classic French with, you know, everything that we were and like I said, I've trained a lot with a classic French style, um, but I wanted to beef it up a little bit. So there's a little bit of our beer in the, in the cheese sauce. Imagine I, that, I, Zach. I, I, use, I use our beer in pretty much everything we're making right now. And it's really cool because it does, it's such a wide variety of options here. And the brewers here are amazing and they do a great job. So, I mean, like, why not be able to use their excellent product and make another excellent product with that product? Right. Now, what's the R&D process like there at the back of the house? A little bit of beer for the dish, a little beer for Zach. Oh, man, a little for the dish, yeah. a little for Zach. Only, only, after I, after, only after I hang up the apron for the day kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but definitely, uh, definitely enjoy tasting the new ones. I like the way they provide an education base for us here with the kinds of beers they're doing. So I'm able to, like... Okay, that's going to be cool. I know when that's coming out, I'm going to work with this ingredient right now. Trying to source as locally as I possibly can with most things. Right on. Uh, you know, and having been to our sausages from Ford's Meat Company, working with Don Weta from Barrio, right. and then the guys from Vero's as well. And they're all providing a really awesome product. And I think that's, uh, that's one of the biggest things I think about when working in like a brew house element is trying to get a community-based Thing really push hard and really trying to emphasize the fact that we want to keep doing something that way. Yeah, well, this community wants you to keep yeah. doing exactly what you're yeah. doing. When we uh, uh, unfortunately found our way at the end of our tasting, because yeah. uh, you know, I have to get back uh, to the office. It is a Tuesday after all, Zach. Of course, I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't have a beer uh, with my lunch. But anyway, uh, meatloaf sliders. So meatloaf in our minds, uh, you know, we have this idea, this imagery of what a meatloaf slider is. And the minute that came to the table, it didn't look. Like I mean, it was almost like a deconstructed, I was telling JP, a, a deconstructed version of a meatloaf slider because I love the way that you plated it with the slices yeah. of the meatloaf on it. I thought it worked beautifully. Yeah, I think the paneling of it, it allows that kind of like stacked element so you're able to get a full bite. And uh, the meatloaf being a real, it's all pork. It's 100% pork meatloaf. So it's really mm. a lot of fat in it. So when I'm able to crisp it up on the top of it, it's real good when it goes... I mean, I like being able to see when you when you bite into something and you see all the layers of it after yeah, you take baby. a bite. You're like, that's yes. awesome. Like, there's all that and you can see the whole thing up like the whole whole marbling effect. Um, I, uh, yeah, the meatloaf is really good. <laughs> I really like it. I had an idea to do something with like a traditional like leberkäse, I believe it's pronounced. Yes. But it's like, a, you know, you know I what understand. I mean? It's yes. uh, That was the idea. So going somewhere forward with that, I actually do, I make it by combining sausages. So any of the sausages mm. that we're doing, you see what I'm saying? It's like, I will take the sausage product, mix two components of flavors with it, and I'll basically take two types of sausage and then cut my own ingredients into Beautiful. it. Beautiful. And so you still have that German sausage taste. To it. So you would suggest that there's a little bit of Ben Forbes, yeah. even in these meatloaf sliders. Oh, totally. We're trying, to, <laughs> we're trying to make sure that we use, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to make sure everybody has a little bit of a part and what's going on from here and really emphasizing like yeah that was you know his sausages made this and we we collaborated on a menu item right on you know what I mean we're talking to Zach Adati. he's the executive chef here at 1055 Brewing and Sausage House they just dropped their brand new menu just a couple of days ago you had a little bit of a tease uh, for what uh, Zach uh, for a while had up his sleeve but he just introduced us uh, to the communities come on down here and enjoy it uh, of course we are at uh, the sausage capital uh, of southern Arizona what are some of the uh, show stopping star sausages uh, that you uh, have preserved for your customers down here on the menu? 
Well, I think that uh, the currywurst that we do here is awesome considering the fact that there's not a lot of places that are doing currywurst, especially a traditional element of a currywurst. I think Ben does a really good job with it considering I've had people come in here and then talk to me about currywurst like, well, we don't, we've never been able to get this right. anywhere. And well, cool. We're going to go ahead and keep selling it. And what I designed with the way the toppings go on the dogs was for the flavor profile. So it's like normally you're going to have ketchup, a lot of and mustards and things like that. So I went real curry and emphasized the curry taste with almost a uh, Indian flair. Yes. So yes. I did the raita, which is a basic raita sauce. It's, it is just yogurt, cucumber, cumin, and you know a couple toasted spices in there, and, and uh, cut with a cilantro chutney. And you kind of get your, you know, what you get in your side dishes when you get and go to an Indian meal. Those are the kind of the sauces you get with your food to eat it with. So that was kind of the idea with the currywurst. I think that one is one of the top ones that I really enjoy. Um, you know, trying to just go around with whatever flavors are really go with that. We, you know, we changed some things from basic peppers and onions and we brought it up a little bit. We did a pepperonata, so we added a stewed right. element to it. Kind of more flavor, more onion, more garlic, more fresh herbs, and still cutting into that sausage flavor. Uh, I really like the ability to work with Ben on our weekly sausage element. So my specials that I've been running here sell really well, and they've been, you know, we've done anything from Thai duck sausages, bison right. sausages. I'm trying to get some things working with Ben where we can do some cool things as far as uh, a, a couple of the uh, off-the-wall sausages. Like uh, if you're familiar with Sunday, Sunday, no. it's a yeah, it's a it's a Korean blood sausage, and I'm really trying to oh, see if yes, see please. if Ben and I can work on that. Maybe doing something fun with that here in the future. All right. Well, Ben listens to this all the yeah, time. So, ben, so Ben Forbes, if you're listening, you have heard from the mouth of Zagadotti himself. You better get going, but you know, getting down on some uh, Korean blood sausages. But we got to go here in just a minute. But uh, you said that you uh, you uh, dare not uh, pick up a, a hoist a pint of beer while you're still wearing your apron. But when you leave work tonight, mm-hmm. when the apron is uh, hung with care mm-hmm. at the back of the house, and you make your way over to the 1055 bar, what is the one beer that you're going to have after uh, after a busy day in the kitchen? Uh, I'm going to definitely go with the Congress Street. It's going to be, you know what I mean? It's it's overall my favorite beer to like sit down and just drink. I'm trying to try every single one of them, but it's always my go-to. And I think it's the best rounded flavor for cooking. Right on. So. You heard it here first. We're talking to Zach Adotti, the executive chef at 1055 Brewing and Sausage House. Come on down here, fellow foodies. Get a, a sample, just a taste, just a tease of what uh, the season's uh, flavors are uh, at the very gifted and loving hands of Zach Adotti. Zach, uh, always great to see you, and I look forward to uh, breaking some bread with you here soon. Thanks, Hopefully Appreciate some it. Korean blood sausage. Yeah, hopefully. All yeah. right, cheers. We'll see you soon.